Yeah, we put the music up front. Hey, everybody. Hello, Fairly Normal. The first Fairly Normal of G... Is it 2000? Yeah, first one. I did one for my hotel room, but yeah, I thought we'd kick off 2017 with my Fairly Normal family with part of my family, Bethany Wolf. Hi. Is here. I'm recovering from the flu. You so be kind. have made it very clear a couple times to me that you wanted me to mention that you were recovering from the flu. Yes. Why? Because energy level? Yes. And I mean, I just finished it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I feel very tired. My brain feels foggy. My brain always feels foggy. <laughs> I know. Somewhere you are all the time. Yeah. Except you didn't have to pay for it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got this flu for free. I have to tell you, you remember when your brother found out that you can hallucinate with nutmeg? Oh, yeah. Was it nutmeg? It was nutmeg. Yeah, he overdosed on nutmeg. And and he and he was like hallucinating. Not, not trying to. No. He was just eating a lot of nutmeg. Yeah, and so guys, you know, like nutmeg after a certain level is a hallucinogenic. And um, remember, he called us and he, he was like, was "I'm on fucking very restri- it was yeah." A restricted diet, and he was like, so "I'm fucking have a lot of spices." And he's but freaking he could out. Have nutmeg. Yeah. So he overdosed on nutmeg. Um. Yeah. It's it, it is uh it was pretty pretty funny. It's I'm, like I'm a finding cheap questions online that people ask me. Shrooming experience. Yeah. They say not a good one though. Like a bad 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 trip. It's very strange. Well, yeah, because I'm sure. Taking him to the doctor. <laughs> who's the first person who finds out that nutmeg is a hallucinogen? It's been around for a long time. That used to be the go-to thing. I'm gonna start snorting it. Yeah. What if I started snort? What if What if I had to check in to that place? <laughs> What's that place in Malibu? Uh, promises. What if I had to check into promises with a nutmeg problem? <laughs> you would. It's. I have to tell you, it would be a really inexpensive <laughs> habit to keep, to have. Nutmeg? Yeah. yeah. Not that expensive. I looked into it. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. I'll let you know when I get to that level. Yeah. It wigged him out. I remember. I remember. Um, so well, here we are. We're in our house. Mm-hmm. We're at our dining room table. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to answer questions that people posed for us. And, um, and people, a lot of people have been asking about your movie. What, but before we get moving, is there anything you can tell them about it or what can we say? I don't know. I don't know what I'm allowed to say yet. You, you shot a movie I in Atlanta. The movie. Okay. Yes. Try not to, you're like my dad now. Try not to talk <laughs> over here when the microphone's over here. It's called Forever My Girl uh-huh. and it stars Alex Rowe. Who most know from the fifth wave. He's a handsome fucker. That dude, yeah. is, he's handsome. Yes, and a sweetheart. And a great actor. Yes, and Jessica Roth, who's Fantastic. amazing. Yep. Who's on Mary and Jane on MTV. Mm-hmm. And what's the little girl's name? Oh, she's the best. Abby, Abby Fortson. Yeah. She was on the show Togetherness, which was one of my favorite shows on HBO. And so, guys, just so you know, like, so not only are Alex and Jessica about to star in huge films, but, you know, the idea going into this movie was to break stars, right? It wasn't to find stars. It was to break find some people. rising right. stars. And you found two of the hottest ones. And the soundtrack, guys, is like pretty. The originals on there are there's there's going to be I'm calling it right now two bona fide. Yes. Country hits off that. Yes, for sure. Easily two. Two, maybe three, but two, without a doubt. Every time I hear them, I'm like, that's a fucking hit. It's a hit. They're a bunch I, of hits. Thank you, babe. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I love our soundtrack. And Alex, who plays a country star in the film, um, sings and plays himself. Uh, he worked diligently for five months in prep 
before the film. You're talking to the I microphone. When you move your head, the microphone has to move with you. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's so like. so great. Yes. Yeah. It's, the, I love it when I see people do that, where they, they'll move over here I'm, and they don't, yeah. I'm a director. I, I know. Move, it makes, makes me I giggle. I use my hands. I move around. You've seen, I showed you that picture of me FaceTime with my dad, right? No. Oh, with his ear? It's just yeah. a close-up of his cheek. Yeah. It's good stuff. You have to um, hold this the whole time? You can, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy some stands for okay. the office. Um, let's get right into the questions because I know you don't feel that well, but I wanted to start off with... <laughs> no, but I know you don't. You haven't felt well for like eight days. So I know this is, and it's late at night, and so let's, 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 we'll get into them, and then okay. so that way we can, we can get you... Yes, and I leave... Yeah, you leave to, to reshoot some more. Yeah, so let's not reshooting. We're doing some additional additional shooting. shoots, right? Right. Yes. Um, okay, you ready? Because the film tested through the roof. Tests, yes, test test audiences. You crushed it. I saw the movie, Thank guys. Thank you. I saw the movie and it tested through the roof. So here's I'm what I will tell happy. you: not only do women love the movie because it is a romance movie, but it also has some comedy in it, but. It is a great movie for guys because, you know, a lot of those movies, and I even do a joke about those type of movies in my act. Mm -hmm. And this movie isn't that because there's such a strong father-son story that you're going to hook dudes instantly. So I cannot wait for it to come out. There's a story for everyone within the story. I I can't wait for it to come out so I can start riding coattails, which I've told you for a long time is exactly what I want to do. Okay. Well, Richard Curtis is one of my favorite um, filmmakers, and and I hope I sort of align with him as a filmmaker. That if you have romance, you also have to have some levity mm-hmm. and some funny around it. And if you have some heavy storylines, you have to you might have to get a little closer. Have to the some microphone. uplifting places as well to so that you can enjoy the heavy moments and the romantic moments and then have a little break mm-hmm. from Well, it. you definitely do that. You do that. So there's something for everyone. Do you think Richard Curtis ever went by the name Dick? <laughs> I don't know. Dick Curtis? I would love to ask him. I bet you now, now, I bet you the, the nickname Dick, You, I bet you won't, I bet you if you went to... Every elementary school in the United States, maybe you find three dicks. Yeah, there's no more dicks. No, right? There's no more. Nobody's going by. Definitely Dick Richard. That's gone. We knew. His name was Dick Richard? There was a Dick Richard. Where? Oh, that's what I'm saying. There's, there aren't any more. But do you you remember? You mean people? Yeah, prank calling? Yes. Yeah. Well, we, there was a guy in my town named Seymour Wiener. We had a Dick Richards. Dick Richards is a tough name. Yeah. There was a girl in my high school who I think her name was, she was Cambo. We used to, we had Cambodian trans, like a lot of, for whatever reason, I don't know why, in our town. But her name was So Da. First name So, last name Da. Soda. Yeah. That's, that's not so bad. No, we also had a Brian <laughs> O'Brien and a Neil McNeil. Which is a yeah. real fuck you. Well, listen, my dad's, my stepdad is Denny Dennison, which we love. I know. In my hometown, there was Jerry and Dolly Jolly. Dolly, Mar- Dolly married Dolly Jerry Jolly. Jolly. Yeah. Dolly married Jerry Jolly. Jerry Jolly was his name. Jerry Jolly. It was Jerry and Dolly Jolly. <laughs> Jerry and Dolly Jolly owned a place called The Pub, which if anybody has been to Amherst, Mass, or that, that I mean, it's just like people go and drink there at the pub. Great. And the, the, his, I graduated with one of his kids, Chris Jolly. Great dude. Super funny. But yeah, The Pub, Amherst, Mass. And uh, the Jollies were, you know, it was funny. You know, I had three older brothers, right? And so the Jollies were three boys and we were four. And like... I thought we were, we messed with each other. And, and if you punched, there was no, like it was never our family. The fights never got like, nobody was getting punched in the face and there was never like a, just a beating. The jollies went at each other. 
I felt so bad for that the littlest brother, Aaron Jolly. I mean, oh, they went fucking. I, I was the only time. You ever been at somebody's house where there's a fight or an argument that makes you uncomfortable? Yes, because we we weren't like that. Yeah, in our house, we weren't either. I told you I never I never heard my parents argue when I was growing up. Never ever. They I know they did, but I'm sure they did it out of my earshot. Well, I was raised by a single mom mm-hmm. and I was the oldest, so being female, there wasn't a lot of I mean how you talk about in your house with all the boys and the energy and you guys would fight and wrestle yeah but not like we didn't we weren't like big little brothers and sister but they were so much younger than i was i wasn't part of that and you set the tone too though yes we didn't like there weren't a lot of heavy i remember jonathan punched me super hard in the chest once when i scared him like super hard but we didn't do a lot of beating each well let me just change that I can't remember if Adam, my oldest brother, beat up Dan. I mean, there was a lot of torture, but not a lot of beating up. Do you know what I mean? That I remember. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Okay, let's dive into some questions. Okay. Beth. Yes. This is from Andrea Norton Long on my Facebook page. Beth, how did you get past the shitting his pants? (laughs) I mean... He's such a cutie pie. How could you not love him? Even stinky. I mean, I still have to get past it. Just yeah, I don't me. shit my pants anymore, but but <laughs> still. listen, I dropped something. We're going to I'm going to tell this right okay, now. I yeah, dropped I dro- this morning. I dropped something in our bathroom oh, this my morning. Goodness. That my brother came over to the house later cuz I had something for him and he walked into the room and he was like Dude, you got a crack window in here. It is stale as fuck. And then when he walked outside, he, the room, he said he could taste it. I just want to make sure you're not unplugging it. Okay, get out. Thanks, babe. Um, you're welcome. And yeah, so I'm still, I have some, I think I brought something back from the Dominican, though. I just can't shake it. So, it's been a month. Yeah, and I'm losing weight, but it's a great diet. Anybody wants abs, go to the DR and just drink as much water as you can. And you're going to get some abs in about five days. Did you drink some water? I didn't drink any water. I didn't even shower this time. But let's just say, and don't, like, it's not just the DR. No, 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 no. You're right. For it, you. For me, I have, yes. a ve- I have a very sensitive tummy. Because when I go yeah, to the Dominican, fine. I'm So fine. it's not I about the DR it. because yes. it happens to me when I went to Mexico. It's happened to me when I've been to Hawaii. Anywhere outside of my... Co- <laughs> You're House. My stomach is not is tough one. It's very sensitive. Yeah, it's sensitive tummy, everybody. Yes. I hope I don't have IBS. I don't. Maybe I do. I don't even know what that is. It just sounds terrible. <laughs> the title irritable <laughs> bowel syndrome is like I know because you won't go to the doctor. Because I'm still fine. I'm walk, will you, we can talk Been about it. Been a month. What do I need the doctor for? What's he gonna tell me? Everyone, chime in needs to have it checked out what's he gonna tell me he's gonna be like your stomach's upset and i'm like you're right man he's like well you should watch what you eat good thanks no but there's a reason your stomach is so sensitive i think it's uh, uh, uh my parents both have really sensitive stomachs so could be yeah could be it um Chris, so yeah christy thomas how did you guys meet okay so i want to clear something up real quick <laughs> i want to clear something up okay so uh, I did poop my pants on my first date out with Beth, right? Um, the only thing about that story for comedy's sake that I changed was I made it that I had never met her before, right? It just raised the stakes. We were okay. supposed to but, but have so, a date. So the, yes. the poop date out was our first night out together. When you say, how did we meet? We met through my manager. And the first time we met face to face. Our manager. Our manager. That's what I said. Yeah. He was mine too. That's what I said. Our manager. (laughs) Did I say my? Yeah. Okay. Our manager. And, uh, and so the first time we met, she was at my house, but that wasn't our first date. Like our first night out. But 
for the comedy story, it works better to make it seem like we had never seen each other before. There you go. Because you were asking me how we met, and now how I'm going to tell you the real story about our, how we met. Yes. Our manager wanted to set us up on a blind date. Neither of us wanted to go because, for me, I didn't really know any comedians, so I was just picturing carrot top juggling apples and I just thought you were going to have this crazy frenetic energy about you and yeah. it just didn't seem like my thing I believe you you said <laughs> you thought every comic was like carrot top no I just I don't know the visual I had carrot in my top head. doesn't listen to this don't worry yeah <laughs> no and it wasn't even <laughs> You're not visually yeah, yeah. what you looked like it was more of yeah no I didn't energy. mean everybody looks like carrot top but everybody kind of would be carrot toppy as a personality. Yes. Yes. I mean, you're gun shy about the carrot top. Uh, no, not about carrot top. No, you're gun shy about, about that reference because what happened? What? Oh, because of the interview. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because no Jeez. one wanted to offend yeah. carrot top. And it was just my visual. Right. Like a guy in suspenders juggling. That's not carrot and, top, by the way. Yeah. I don't even know. That's like Gallagher <laughs> yes. meets a clown. Okay. So anyway. All right. Well. But um, we loved our manager and we didn't want to lose our manager. Yeah. By the way, Beth was the only thing I ever booked that he sent me out on. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We soon, we still love you. Yeah, Mark. We love you. Out there. But. He doesn't listen either. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, Um, But so we met and the first time we met was she came over to my house. And we were supposed to go on a date and it was eight o'clock and I was dressed and you were supposed to pick me up and you called and you said your babysitter canceled would, you know, I could still come over. Did I want to come to the Valley? Mm-hmm. And I lived in West Hollywood, but I was dressed and for a girl, for a girl, you know, you get dressed, you put your makeup on and my hair done. I was like, Oh my God. Let's just get this over with. Yeah, so you came and over. And you were shocked. Yeah, I was shocked. I, said I just yes. thought you'd say no. I know. I, I've told, I've said this before, but you know, my to set us up for the date, you know, the reason I didn't want to go out with Beth was because I had seen a movie that she had written and directed and acted in. It was at the stage when they said you cannot just write and direct. Right. You and can act. write, direct, and act. So she wrote and directed and acted in. And I had seen... And I was just like, honestly, I was like, she's too good looking. I had heard rumors about who you had dated. And <laughs> so funny. I had heard. And I was like, you, this, she's too good. I, I was like, she's too good looking and and too Hollywood. I was in. So she's going to be too Hollywood. And at the time I had the three kids by myself. And I was like, there's no this is this is going to be more hassle than it's worth. And that's why I kept blowing it off. And that's why I didn't want you to really come over. I know. And that's how you said it, too. You said, well, you can still come over if you want to. I live really deep in the valley. And I was like, okay. And you're like, really? I was like, yeah. And I was thinking, let's just get this Mm -hmm. over with. But then you opened the door. Oh, I'm so glad you came. (laughs) And there truly was for us... What would happen if An you didn't come, babe? Connection. Holy shit. And I won't even say that it was visual because you're really covering yourself up. You had your hoodie up mm-hmm. and sort of covered up and your head down. Goatee. Your, your energy was very calm. You were not juggling apples. No, but I had a goatee. No, no. No, you in didn't. the picture I did. No. In the picture I did. And then And let's tell everybody the truth. You thought I was. Well, I was trying to figure things out. Yeah. So as we walked through the house, and I'm already into you energy-wise, and I love that your living room, you made the playroom. So when You, you mean walked, the, f- the first room you walked into in my house? first room you walked into was, a, the kids playroom. was set up as the kids' playroom. And then we walked through Trevor's room, and he was sleeping. We talked about Trevor, and then we walked through Kate's room, and she was sleeping, and we talked about Kate, 
and then little Jacob, little tiny little Jacob was in your bed and mm-hmm. he was sleeping. And then we were passing pictures on the walls and we were talking about your brothers and I was talking about my siblings and our families. And I swear by the time we got to the den, which was in the back, I think we were both kind of in. I got to tell you, first of all, I'm so glad you came over. Thanks, babe. Me too. Second of all, um, you thought I was Mexican. Well, there was a picture of you. (laughs) And also, you and your brothers looked so much alike. And you had your hoodie on. And I was looking at the photos trying to figure out which one you were in the pictures. And then there was a shot of you in a white tank top. And your tats were showing, and you had a goatee. Oh, and, and I so had I had, had shoulder length hair. Goatee, and your hair was slicked back, and so I didn't know what your <laughs> ethnicity <laughs> was. Yeah, I did think you were Hispanic. Yeah, but somewhere along the journey to the den, you got a little more comfortable, and you took your hoodie. Off. Yeah. You still had on a baseball cap. In the picture. Baseball that, cap and hoodie. In the, I mean, you were guarded. Yeah. Talk about a guy who did not <laughs> want to go on a date. I didn't. You know why. With I me. Want. No, it wasn't yeah. just you. I wasn't going on date. I had. Okay. So I had. Things were going pretty. We're going okay in my career. Mm-hmm. The kids were finally kind of settled. Mm-hmm. And so their craziness was done. You know, pretty much, uh, you know, the split had stopped really being something that affected them on a day to day. Trevor was in therapy. You know, everything was fine. It was really, it was a beautiful right. energy. Everything was very house. calm. And so now me personally, I was, my happiness was, I would say at a seven out of 10. And I knew in my mind that in order to get a 10 out of 10, I needed to start dating. But I also knew that, you know, the pers- you, you very rarely do you marry the first person you meet, right? You're, it's, it's a game of heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if I wanted to roll those dice again. I was at seven. I didn't think I'd ever get to 10, but I damn sure didn't want to go down to two again. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I was like, I couldn't, and I didn't want to take the kids on that ride either. So that, the reason I wasn't dating anybody was because I just didn't want to, I didn't want to risk it. Listen, you say that as if you hadn't dated anyone. When we started going out, there were so many upset women. I couldn't believe Yeah, but, but, but that's not. People you had never dated, but they thought when he's ready. Right. I'll be the one. I've never seen so many angry, mad women. But that wasn't dating. At school, going to no, pick. There was one woman in particular so who hated crazy. you. Damn. I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Um. Um. Yeah, but but, yeah, but and so both, but then I was and you weren't exactly looking and you had just come off a rough time yourself. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so. Did you say I wasn't exactly rough looking? looking. You weren't looking. <laughs> oh, I wasn't looking. You were pretty no, rough. No, I was actually in a place of you were, I had been Yeah, you had just come back from a dark spot. I had I had um taken a very long break from dating. I felt that I was a serial monogamist. As I looked back at my twenties, I had really just dated um at the time, I didn't think of it as serial monogamy. Um, I thought I was just meeting one great guy, and then when you'd break up, there's another great guy or interesting guy or something, you know, just trying different things on for sure. But then I realized I hadn't spent a lot of time alone with myself. So I really, not that I went through... Well, I did it first. I went through a dark time um, because of this town, for sure, because I wanted to write and direct. And everyone kept telling me no because I was a female and because of my age at the time. And there weren't any 
um, there wasn't a template for a me. Mm-hmm. So it was it was very, very, very frustrating to be in a place. Yeah. Well, as you an artist and being told you can't do it because you don't fit a particular mold on the outside. You were also acting almost because that's what people told you your only choice was. They told me my only choice to get in the door was acting, which I did enjoy acting, but it, I wasn't well, passionate you, about but it. You, you but I liked booked a writing. pilot. I did. I worked. You did. When you, I wanted to. You played somebody on Baywatch that killed handicapped people. No, that was Pacific Blue. Oh, Pacific Blue. <laughs> That's even one step. You played somebody on Pacific Remember Blue. Cops on bikes at the beach. <laughs> but yeah. Pacific, and you killed somebody, or no? You no, you, I was obsessed with. Um, have you were having sex with handicapped yes, people? Yeah. Yes. But I did a really great. Um, you were in Swamp Thing. I did a really great show. No. You, with um, David Frankel called that was Grapevine. Grapevine, yeah. Yeah, that we shot in Miami. Um, I saw, and then you did First and Last, which you should put on iTunes. Yeah, I really enjoyed, so what I did, my answer was to raise money and write and direct um, my own stuff, but I was told that I needed to star in it as well. So it was at the time when Ed Burns was writing and directing and acting, right. so the industry just mainly said you can do it, you know, through that, um, trajectory. Um, but for me, I really, really just wanted to write and direct. So I had to really, and that's when I stepped away, Yeah. which I stepped away from everything. I stepped away from my agent, my manager and said, I just want to write and direct. And if I can't stand in my own shoes and say that for myself, how can I expect anyone else to believe in me in that way? So I really stepped away from Hollywood. You came and you knocked on the door at La Meda. I, I almost just did. gave the ad- the address. Yeah. Can't do that. No. I would have never left that house because I was renting it if the owner hadn't decided to move back in. You remember? That's why we left. I love that little house, too. It was great. And it had that recording studio in the backyard. Oh, yeah. Right? You weren't there that long. A year. Before. A year. I was out for a year. The guy who owned the house, he was like, here, lease it just in case you want, you know, we'll give you a little bit. Maybe you want to buy it. He said, but, you know, and he just had a baby and he was like, we don't want to be here for the baby. We want a different house. And then they moved to a different house and they both missed that house so much. The guy was like, we're going to move back in. It was a cute house. It was nice. Yeah. And but Mr. then we moved into our Mr. T house. lived on that street. Remember? That's right. He did. And then we moved into our first little house together. On Bellingham. I gave up my really super cool West what, Hollywood condo. What was the? That I was Oh, that was such a free. great place. Yeah. That was a great place with the yeah. little. It was like you had your own private pool too. I had my own where the El- elevator, you had an elevator opens yeah. to your. That was amazing. Home, you, yeah, it was really nice. You, our landlords at Bellingham was the Dios. The it was the because they owned the Ivy on um, Ventura, mm-hmm. and so Ron, I believe now I. I'm going to get the wrong Dio. It's super hot in here. Do you mind if I Go. step away? And step turn away, turn down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll be back. It's blowing right on you, huh? Yeah. I'm feeling fluish. Um, yeah. Which Was it Ronnie James Dio, the rocker? Somebody who's listening uh, will know. And I don't feel like fucking looking it up. But I believe he was the landlord. And then when we moved out, they built, they knocked our house down and they built a huge one. You remember the avocado tree in the backyard? That big yes. fucking thing? And I remember, remember we weren't picking them because we wanted them and we, they, we wanted them to ripen, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, they're not ripening. And there was like hundreds of mm-hmm. them on that. It, first of all, I thought avocados were a bush for some reason. I didn't know you the did? tree. I didn't know the trees were that big. 
But they remember, were huge. That, we had two avocado trees, and that, it was two fucking massive. And, and you, I, we were, I, I didn't know why they weren't ripening. And uh, finally, I asked the gardener. I'm like, "Hey, when are those gonna ripen?" And he was like, "You gotta pick them." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" He was like, "You gotta pick them. They ripen after you pick them." So we had a fucking tree full of them. Tree. And no one told us that. Well, that guy finally did, and I yeah. said, "Well, you're gonna have to take like eight barrels of these because I'll never eat all of them." And do you remember that possum? Remember you first of all. Remember the possum that used to have sex outside our uh, window? Yes. <laughs> How could I forget that? That is the most disgusting <laughs> sound uh, ever. Remember uh, that? No, it's high pitched. And it was like a, and it was, and it was oh, hitting the side of the oh, house. It took us a while to figure out what was going on. <laughs> it took us too long to figure oh. it out. We should have looked out. It was a bad sound. You did not like that. Kept looking at our neighbors going what's going on oh yeah we thought it was the neighbors and it was mm. possum fucking mm. outside our window <laughs> yes. that's Disgusting. right we Ew. were trying to figure out we were like what are they doing over there and it was God, the possum those were the days when we didn't get any sleep either because our kids were so small oh, I know. we woke up when i met josh and this is true your alarm was set for 6 18 mm-hmm. and i said why 18 I don't remember what your answer was, but we kept it 618. Yeah. I said, All because I need to be up by 630 and it's going to take me 12 minutes to get out of bed. Yeah. I would say we woke up at 618 until the kids were through eighth grade. Oh, yeah. That was our jam. Yeah. 618. Yeah. With possums having sex outside our window. All right. Let's get some more questions <laughs> no. here. Uh, how'd you... Uh, how old were you were your kids when you got together? I've been married for twelve and a half years, and our kids are young. How did you make time for your marriage when you're in the thick of parenthood? Um, I think we just if we'll just answer the second part of the question because mm-hmm. the first part is almost irrelevant. To, you just want to know how to make time for your marriage when you're in the thick of parenthood. Um, I I have my answer. Okay. My answer would it. my answer would be is that it's okay for your kids to be bored. So I know a lot of times it seems like you're in the thick of it because you're always doing for your kids. But I mean, unless they're babies or infants, but it's okay for your kids to be bored. It's okay for you not to be entertaining them. It's okay for them to just be off doing whatever. And that's time that you can grab to chat well, or touch or connect have, you know and know that we were poor yeah we didn't, we not, we didn't have help we didn't have help. artists yeah. we didn't have help we didn't have a babysitter we didn't have a mm-hmm. housekeeper um so we know what it feels like not you know we didn't get to go out on a friday night oh, no, or no, no, a saturday no, no. night we were in it um but i will say I mean, Josh is funny and we, we laughed a lot. And I would say even how I describe how we met and fell in love, I fell in love with all of you. So yes. I knew what I was taking on and what I'd fallen in love with. And so it was just a big love fest yeah. with all of us. And the kids were so actively involved yeah. in our romance it's really sweet for your children to witness you know it was nice as a couple it it, it was nice for them to be able to see us get married that was an interesting thing to see us get married and on our wedding day talk about our 10-year anniversary which seemed so wild because they were so young you know, Jacob oh, to talk was at the ten year anniversary seven and saying, I'll be seventeen at the ten year anniversary. And then he was Caitlin, Yeah, she was um she was 20. ten. Yeah. So she was twenty. And so and then there we were. So we had a huge bash for our ten year anniversary and we all cut the cake together. And it's really cool for them to have those memories. I hadn't that thought of that, you know, because we all cut the cake together at our wedding and then at our 10 year anniversary, stage. we all cut our cake together again. You just realized that? That yeah. was major planning on my part. I just realized that. Babe. That's that genius. Whole, yeah, we have the photo. 
That's real. Cutting the cake when we got Babe, married. Babe, I'm not gonna lie to you. That is genius. Thank you. Are you Our are you serious? You planned that? Five years ago, and you're just realizing that? Yes. That's <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> and how beautiful in our tenure to have our baby Jacob serenade me with you, you yeah. guys singing on stage. Very cool. All but, very, very, very cool. So I would say I totally get it. I remember when, you know, we just never really had alone time, but we were so in love with being a family and all yes. we get it all but the weekends are packed we like also basketball did baseball soccer always make sure that there was time when it was just me and you even if it was in the house and it I'm was not, usually yeah after everyone yeah, goes it, to it, sleep we would make always make sure right so that there was time for me and you always 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 and you know one of the things that for us like that almost makes it an appointment is that we pick out some shows that we're going to like together every year to watch on TV. And it's like, you know, I can't wait for Tuesday night. Oh yeah. What's on the voice. And we, and we are, we look, it's like an appointment for us. And I know it seems weird, but it's like a date and we look forward to it. The voice. Mm -hmm. And, and like even little things like that, right. You just got to make time for it's just being together. Yeah, you gotta make time. Whatever, but, but also form you can do it in. I'm telling you, to to push the little ones away once in a while. That's so funny that you're saying that because you actually, yeah, no, were the single parent. I and learned you that from you. Didn't know how to ever no, I, 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 step away. I absolutely in a learned that from way. you. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't step away, and that was when I started to step away. I stopped getting sick as much i know my you worry dropped my anxiety because i wasn't stepping away and ever letting my shoulders down on life so yeah yeah so that's what i mean it's important it's important all right we got a couple more questions babe I'm that was very one. honest babe yeah that's what this is about babe let's <laughs> 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 uh what's that was uh, oh that also was from the how did I we meet with some Christy Thomas, another question from Andrea. Then Lindsay Felton, I'm not sure either one of us are going to answer this. Oh my goodness! What's the most annoying trait of the other? <laughs> oh goodness, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Three I'm things just, I like I'm about Beth. Telling you. Three Thing. I do have Three brain fog like. right now, but... Three things I like about Beth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say... I don't... I'm trying to think. Yeah. It has to be about us being messy in different ways. I know the way I'm messy. We're both neat and we're both messy in different ways. And I know sometimes that gets on each other's nerves that's true that's fair good answer Lindsay. oh Tough you, question. here's one that used to and that's uh -oh. funny the eggs and you're past the eggs oh, but josh I just was a little ocd -ish. And I think, yeah because when you were a single parent and it was hard to let go of control you needed everything really in order oh, yeah. to feel calm which i totally understood but the eggs, you know, that are in the carton, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you would mess them up on them <laughs> right next to each other. Yeah. I didn't like but it. If I got why really pick an egg? Him, why pick an egg out of the middle? Would, why not just pick it from the front or from I the would back? Go in the but why mess up the and row? Move the eggs around. <laughs> just, yeah. And Josh puts his dirty socks in my <laughs> pillowcase, <laughs> <laughs> and he still does. Yeah, but that's as a joke. And then I put dirty socks in his pillowcase and he never finds them. I don't even notice. He doesn't even notice. And then I end up <laughs> taking I think them it's, out. It just makes the pillow softer, weeks I think. Weeks later. Yeah. Um, any, any, anything else? 
I'm trying to think. No, you did great. That's two. Plenty. No more. Okay. Deborah Venegas. Who is goofier at home? Her or you? Me. I'm well, not saying you're not goofy, babe. <laughs> I'm not calling you not goofy. Yeah, he's goofy. Whoa. I whoa, love it. Whoa. All right. Uh, okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. 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 All right. This is on Instagram. <gasps> well, there's a lot of questions here. Holy moly. have questions on Instagram? Well, I say, I just say leave a, qu- leave oh, a question. Wow. Uh, no questions. Um, you guys, I've been off. People are j- actually yeah. just saying, commenting on how beautiful you are. Oh, that's so no sweet. No questions yet. So sweet. We always hear great. Oh, Coach Jason Lee. We always hear great stories, jokes about Bethany. <laughs> Will we ever see her on stage with you? I've been on stage with you. Yeah. Before. But telling jokes? Oh, God. No. <laughs> 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 I am. The worst. (laughs) I think that's why I am a great, I hope, I'm a great writer. When I verbally tell a story, I do okay at toasts. Mm -hmm. Oh, you do really well with toasts. But sometimes I ramble discursively, (laughs) especially when I'm trying to tell a funny story. Mm -hmm. I'll tell it way out of order. It's not great stuff. (laughs) I would say she yeah, I mean, if you wanted it. to, babe, I would. We no, okay? it's not my calling for sure. Or even my son, he's been on stage with me once or twice, but he doesn't want to do stand up. Our either. kids are very funny. Yeah, I will say. Caitlin's the funniest. Caitlin, our is daughter is the funniest. So funny and so quick. Yeah, she's f- no doubt the funniest. Um, Waka J- Waka Junior. Uh, what's it like for both of you not having a nine to five and still finding time for each other? It's a good question. That well, it's a good one. I, um, ye- I'll say, okay. Well, as a screenwriter, um, I definitely learned to move my schedule around your schedule, mm-hmm. Josh's schedule. Which that is, I mean, people who have nine to fives can't do that. I'm a terrible nine to fiver, <laughs> so is. Mm-hmm. My name is Josh. Yeah. Okay. You were um, pointing. You said so is, and you pointed at me, but I didn't know if you uh, remember my name. So with that, though, we do have crazy, crazy schedules. Yeah, but we always find time to. But we find the yeah. rhythm, and it changes. You know, when Josh was on. When Chelsea lately and when you were doing the Josh Wolf show, I mean, all that is a different, different schedule. Yeah. And a different schedule. And that all of us, the kids too, have to acclimate to the schedule. And right now, you know, I was just gone for three months, um, shooting the film in Georgia and we had to acclimate yeah. to that. We just kind of figure it out and, and know with everyone, it, it takes a, beat or two to all get to acclimate yeah and and like um we also know you have to be malleable yeah on both sides that's the thing like you can't be too precious and you have to know that you know sometimes and we neither one of us like being alone but we can we can be alone do you know does that make sense like, I don't like being away from Beth, but I can serve like I can survive alone talking to her and all that stuff, knowing that I'm coming back. Do you know what I mean? Some people go crazy. Yeah, we're in both a room very independent yeah. people. Um, and we know how to enjoy ourselves and enjoy our friendships and um to keep our lives full when we're not together but we really 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 do like to be together mm-hmm. so and i like your booty yeah at the end of the day <laughs> it's the booty that keeps it alive <laughs> there you go gets us through hard times there you go walker jr 
Carrie Stratton, does your wife like weed as much as you? No. I no. She like she wish wants to. My body just doesn't accept it. And yeah. trust me, I've tried it in various forms. Um and I'm just one of those people who thinks the world is ending and my teeth are falling oh, out and everybody's lying best. to me and she I want threw off up the, on the ground and she thought her teeth were falling out. And that everyone was lying to me. It always <laughs> yeah. goes to that place. Yeah. I think my teeth are falling out and that everyone's lying to me about it. Yeah. And, and then you, I really don't have teeth. I, and I, no one wants to tell me. And it's I very, very, very dark. And that's like on a little tiny a little crumb of a brownie. <laughs> It's the worst. Yeah, and I can't be high around you because I am getting... You, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know, but I, it, I don't are. enjoy it because I get nervous that you're going to freak That's out. That's not true. When you eat edibles? You don't, though. No, I We've, don't. Not I don't. with me. No. Yeah. Oh, you mean me? I'm, yes. Oh, I, I could never by myself. Yeah. I would freak out. Mm. But, yes, I'm very envious Okay. Oh, Patty. Hi, Patty. Congrats, Beth, on Forever My Girl. Any idea when it'll be in the theaters? Uh, oh, we are planning a summer release. There yes. You go. Mailman Eddie, how do you handle your husband gone every weekend? And how do you feel meeting a guy with two kids? Well, we have three kids. That's question number one how do you handle your husband being gone every weekend that's you know for us um i had to start thinking about it not as a weekend Mm -hmm. you know it's just the pocket of time that josh wasn't here and then we would have four days together so you just have to rearrange your thinking and not compare it to other people's relationships or situations. Um, That's really smart, babe. But the weekend I do, I really make an effort to fill it with friends and family Mm -hmm. um, as much as possible. And then sometimes I get a lot of work done. I do a lot of writing or when the kids were younger, it was all a lot of the kids stuff most and i don't mind i'm someone who doesn't mind um cuddling up and watching movies um i don't have to both of us yeah. we're not we enjoy going out but we also enjoy <laughs> yeah come on in, for sure we enjoy that a lot yeah um I'm going to keep asking until you get on this. When am I coming back to Baltimore? I have no idea. Whenever they, or Virginia, I have no idea. Wendy, I don't know. I apologize. Coit, how? I'm sorry, not Coit, Coity. I forgot how I pronounce your name. I can't see it. Coty. What are you looking at? What's your secret to keeping your marriage happy and fun? I mean, I think because I I look at how Josh and I met as an advantage. We knew who we were with kids. Um, a lot of people are yeah. married and you develop a rhythm with the two of you. And then it becomes, we've watched couples go through it. Mm -hmm. It's a different dynamic and their love for each other sometimes changes with kids. Well, the rhythm of life changes. Ours, everything was developing all together. Um, So I think some might ask, well, how are you guys now with the kids older? And it's just the two of us. I think we balanced it out. fun. Yeah, we really <laughs> yeah, enjoy it's, it. It's all good. Yeah, I'm we good either way. We enjoy our time. Yeah. I, just I, the two of us. Yeah, I think the... Um, we weren't hovering parents. We were definitely yeah. present. But I think that... We didn't the hover. key to the, the marriage being happy and fun is mm, just keep making it fun. I don't know. Like if, I think, and that's And what, by the way, I, I do want to say this, like, 
Beth and I are are not perfect. Every, every relationship has ups and downs, but it's during the downs you just have to trust that the up is coming, and that you love each other. Yeah, and we do. We know that we can have fun with or without money. Mm-hmm. We know <laughs> we, <have. laughs> we can yeah. live in a box and have fun, mm-hmm. and we can also do really big grand things and have fun. I think it comes down to you really need to know that you're with someone and it's not all the things that you're doing with that person that you really enjoy that person. Yeah, I do enjoy you. Yeah, I like you. Uh, Mike Diaz Kelly, when is Freddie Prince Jr. coming out? This week. And what is it like being married to a director? I don't know. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but she's always telling me what to do, man. Um, Bethany is a I gorgeous. I do direct. <laughs> yes. I direct. Oh, er, that wall is for How? a director. Thank you, babe. Yeah. Our life wall. Yeah. Um, the life wall. That means, guys, we've like stolen hearts and lungs and we have them just <laughs> nailed up to the wall. It's no, a picture I'll wall. I'll post a picture of our. Bethany is a gorgeous woman. Josh is a lucky man. Yep. Uh, wait, I thought you were gay. Right. That that was supposed to be between us. Sometimes. Whoa. Just kidding. Uh, the real ready locks. You guys are so th- cute. Thank you. Um, well, yeah, good call is also keeping on. Um, well, people just think you're attractive. What? Okay, Darcy Purdue. What's your favorite memory of each other? Hmm. My goodness. My favorite memory. I'm, I wonder saying. if it's I wonder if it's t- together or of you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm just trying to think, but I know what one of the things I said um, during our vows. Um, still true today and this isn't a favorite memory this is something I know you we've talked about this we both actively do but I get really excited when I pull in the driveway and I see your car yeah me too I get so excited and I love that I'm still that excited Mm -hmm. as I was you know when we first met and on our wedding day and 15 years later i still get really excited and yeah, josh's car used to be a minivan so that was Shit. super cute Babe, when i pull up with a minivan in the driveway minivan you're killing me <laughs> uh, everybody <laughs> knows i drove a minivan yeah um a photo schmotog wait patiently waiting to photograph you and this pretty lady okay thank you been wanting to ask for a bit and this feels like the right app to do it what was your take on the doc i'm a road comic and is there any reason why oh i never saw it what is it what's he saying uh there was a documentary called i'm a road comic and you're asking me if there's any reason why i wasn't involved i don't even know what it is who was in it i don't know tell us more not having like a live conversation with him. <laughs> no, he's not on the phone. Oh, no, I know, but he can, he can post another one, and tell us more. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm not looking at Josh's phone. Beautiful couple. What was the first thing about Josh that caught Bethany's eye? Yeah. I mean, like I said, he was he was really trying to cover himself up. It's very interesting. As a metaphor, I mean, he really didn't want to go out with anyone or meet anyone. He came to the door, he had a baseball cap on, hoodie on, hoodie up, pulled down, head down. Um, like so, a, like Justin <laughs> Bieber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I came in strong yeah. like Bieber, everybody. I just was like, what's 2001, up? Oh, everyone. I might, I might, how baggy were my pants at that time? So cute. I remember <laughs> what I was wearing. Oh, hi, buddy. There's our little rock. 
Oh, hi, sweetie. Her wobble <laughs> over here. Hi, He's buddy. Not wobbling. Oh, hi. You making under here, buddy? Um. Yeah. Oh, do you hear his tail? Yeah, I like it. Um, what was the question? Oh, the first thing. So it had to be his energy because he literally wasn't letting me physically see him. Um, I'd also say we were both at an age, you know, where I had dated enough and had been in enough long-term relationships where I really knew, you know, I just knew Mm -hmm. and you knew and, and we both knew it so calmly that it's sort of, I think, freaked out everyone around us because i remember remember you telling your brothers i told my parents i think it had to be 10 days in two weeks in maybe i think it was like a week yeah because i remember everyone was sort of freaked out that we were so calmly like no this this Mm. is this is the one Mm -hmm. i remember my my parents were like well you know take it take it down a notch and what are you talking, buddy? You're like a little alligator over there. <laughs> That's our dog. <laughs> okay, buddy. Okay. I'm coming. Um, what was the first thing that attracted you to me, babe? Well. Because I wasn't hiding under a baseball cap and hoodie. No. I mean, I mean your face. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But you had seen, because you had seen. Yeah, but you are so picture of good me. looking. It was silly. That is so sweet. Very silly. That was sweet. like, what? Th- get out. Yeah, you were, because you were really good looking on TV, but like, you know, a lot of times that doesn't exactly translate. We've seen people. <laughs> a lot of times that doesn't exactly translate over to in person. That's nice, babe. Yeah. I remember what I wore on that date. Well, you not were wearing date. a, a you light brown know. sundress with some high-heeled yellow shoes. No. <laughs> no. It's basically wearing what I wear now. I was wearing jeans, black boots, and a gray sweater. I was very conservatively dressed. Yeah, you came over like Jackie O. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's keep going here. Um, how are you still in that honeymoon phase so many years later? We've kind of answered that a couple times, but we just really still like each other. Also, Bethany... What is your secret to not aging? Yeah, you look exactly the same as you did in your wedding pics. You do. That's so sweet. <laughs> I'll say everyone in my family looks really young. So yeah. uh, jeans for sure, my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I do. I think, I, I think it's how you feel. Um, how you feel about yourself. Um, I really do. I, I don't think too much about the outside. And I think maybe that is why I don't put too much focus on that part. And I know, I don't know, or maybe, I don't know. I, I do take vitamins. <laughs> yeah. You really... It's amazing. You don't stress about it at all. I don't do any. I do have very, very, very sensitive skin. So I don't like Josh. You watch me get ready for bed. I literally wash my face with just an organic soap from Whole Foods. And then I do put Burt's Bees eye cream under my eyes. Mm -hmm. And then I still like a little kid. I'll just put clear <laughs> acne gel on anywhere. It looks mm-hmm. like I could have a breakout because I have sensitive skin, which I used to use one that was white that we called, no, it was green, and we called it my sexy cream. Yeah, I think we called it your zit cream too. 
Um, no sexy cream. I called cream. it my sexy cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did the kids. And that's basically it. But I think... It's kind of crazy. But I think people who focus on that a lot, um, I find, I don't know, sort of what you fear you attract. I'm definitely someone who, you know... Um, believes that josh knows that i'm very careful mm, and that's why words. when i go outside at night and i'm scared of raccoons <laughs> i always see a fucking raccoon i i do <laughs> I'm believe you, that i'm i'm i gotta walk out of here pretty soon and walk have rocky energy. yeah just to say that words have energy and what you oh, say yeah. you manifest and i do think um you know, right now you can't see us. You're only hearing our voice. Um, or people even you're say, outside the window. <laughs> yeah. That I, on the phone, people will think I'm much younger when they meet me. So I think that comes from the inside. I think how you think and feel about yourself. I, I don't think... Of myself as being that old um maybe that will shock me later in life i don't I know i think of myself as being pretty fucking old see don't say that i i don't ever yeah, you tell me that all the time you're just like, like Stop say things that. like that um okay because i think we're young i'm on board for that are there any parenting strategies you've disagreed on i'm sure when the kids were younger, yeah. um, not, but we, we always, we have always said we're a united front. We don't ever, we don't disagree, disagree in front of them, in front of them. Even if we do disagree, yeah, we'll stay quiet and then we'll go and we'll talk it out. And I will say that in fairness to you, babe, early on, Mm. especially when we disagreed you let me do it my way yes i was very i mm. mean i didn't step in no, you really did even when you disagreed i was there were early equal. on you were just like you would disagree for a little bit and then you were like okay and that yeah, was it yeah. because it wasn't no yeah I, I mean I, we didn't and when we tell the story we're telling it in shorthand there was very much and I come from a divorced family and I was raised by a single mom. So I was very cognizant and very um, sensitive to the transition period for oh, the kids yeah. Um, and for everyone. And that, yeah. Yeah, you, you, I appreciated that. I mean, Thanks, mostly babe. I appreciated it because I was always right. So <laughs> that's why. Oh, next, <laughs> next question: How did she assist in raising your kids? Well, she raised them for a couple of years when I was on the road. Couple. So she didn't just assist. You know, she did the heavy lifting. Um, was it hard for her to inherit your family? No, actually. I mean, are you saying was it hard on her? Or was it hard for her to inherit? Our family um, grabbed on immediately. So it was not I hard. I grabbed for on to them yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah. So no. And loved all of them unconditionally. It was part of the package. Um, part of the package, babe. Sorry. But for the kids, of course. Um, the you know our two older children it was a transition oh, but yeah, they were yeah, yeah. so sweet yeah. but um to say to other people who are in similar situations and starting out it it's not always smooth sailing for sure and and sometimes no, i did feel me. left out no, because i wasn't yeah times, it's man. harder it was definitely rough because they sometimes. were already a little unit that yeah and they were afraid of being having that yeah. calm unit um disrupted again no there was, was scary yeah, for them and the and you got you got you got some rough so treatment for a couple of years there's i had no to love them unconditionally <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt which as i got older they so appreciated yeah you never you no never matter what you never fought back 
No matter what, I nope. just love them, even if they couldn't love me back. No, they didn't for a little bit. They wanted you. They wanted you to lash out. They wanted you to fight back, and you never did. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Never. And and that is why you have the relationship with them that you have now, because you never fought back. Oh, hey, buddy. Did you think yes, I called you? Yes, they know that I truly love them unconditionally. Did you think I called you? Why did you come out here? What are you saying? You want to go outside? Babe. All right. Talk. We got to go. <laughs> You're talking to our dog or but not? He's, uh, he's growling at me. I know. We got to go. Are we going? I think it's been, yeah, we're, we've been talking for over an hour. Really? Yeah. Wow. Do we say anything of interest? I hope not. I'm sorry if we didn't, guys. <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay, buddy, I hear you. I mean, I hear you. <laughs> he's, he's like such a, a curmudgeon. <laughs> he's a grumpy old fella. Oh my goodness. Okay, I, I got you. I hear that, you. <laughs> honestly, the hardest part of our relationship is maneuvering our dog. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. Who wants my <laughs> husband's attention 24-7. Okay, buddy. <laughs> okay, buddy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right, babe. I love you. I love you, too. Oh, See, did you... Did you just end it? I'm about, I was, oh. had my hands on the stop button. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> Happy 2017. <laughs> From us and our <laughs> grumpy dog. <laughs> Who wants this walk? You ready? You ready to go outside, buddy? Yeah. I, oh, I, in case I, I mean, didn't hear you. we aren't okay. normal. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, babe. I love you. Gotta go. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Bye. Peace and love.